a world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Welcome to the show tonight. Prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is Two Feet. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those bloods. Instagram and stashlogics.com for all your lockable, smell-proof bags, cases, products, jars, lined up, going down tonight. Tonight, it's been two long weeks. Two long weeks of unpacking of my kid and running all over the place like a madman of getting this studio, which in your eyes, Probably looks like I'm still in the same spot I was in the old house. But I promise you, brand new studio just finished today. And I'm pumped up. I'm pumped up because it's been so fucking long. We got so much to talk about. We got so much weed to fucking smoke tonight. It's going down. And I already can see that the chat is popping. Barb's TV up in the house. Donna motherfucking Taylor in the house. Awkward Ginger and the Instagram is on fire right now. I see Audie was already up in this bitch. We have Strain Kings, Waverillo, Rexy Med, Ciroc Boy, Top Fuel Dabster. It's a full lineup. I, I'm, everybody's here. 
Everybody is here. Also joining me tonight, you already know, Blue Rinaldi in the house. Normal Moms Club in the house. Black Pack member Billy Kelly in the house. And more. So don't go anywhere. Get your weed, grab your concentrates, your edibles. It's time to get high as shit. It's 2B1. And you already know how we do. We are live. What up? What's good? You are tuned in to 2B Blunt. And we are, well, I am. I'm, I'm fucking ready to go tonight. I got so much to cover. So much to cover. Already started 15 fucking minutes late. No, no, uh. No surprise there. That's just how we roll here. I'm a Libra. I'm fashionably late every time. I procrastinate. I don't know what to tell you. That's just my natural baseline. All right? Trust me. (laughs) It's just how it is. So let's not waste any more time, and let's get into my favorite part of the show and yours, the ceremonial lighting of the blunt. That's definitely not the right sound. There we go. I got a King Palm loaded. King Palm loaded with some uh, Grease Monkey. Some Grease Monkey, courtesy of Rexy Meds. I couldn't choose. It was between that, the GMO, or the Tag and Dutch. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Grease Monkey, it was. You already know the business. Grab your weed, grab your concentrate, your edibles. Get ready to light that shit up and let's smoke it if you got it. I haven't smoked a blunt since the last show. That's a true story, too. I've been ripping the bong, smoking joints, all kinds of shit. Oh, now we talking. Yeah, Ginger, little man's running around already. He's a madman. He's climbing. He's walking. He's opening cabinets. He's throwing shit on the floor. He's taking the TV remotes. He's tossing them in the in the dog bowls. <laughs> Yo, it's been crazy. Literally crazy. Crazy, crazy. I thought it was hard when he was young. It That's not the case. It's so much harder now. It's so much harder now that he's older and can walk. There is no such thing as sitting down anymore. The minute I sit down, I got to get right back up. It's the worst thing I've ever heard of in my life. I don't know whose idea this was. That this was going to run this way. I thought it was supposed to get, you know, easier as it goes. It's like the opposite. It starts off easy. It starts off easy, but not, not, not to that. Nope. Nope. So I've just been literally a ball of stress and anxiety. I mean, luckily for me, he's like the happiest kid. So he's always good. He's always good, but goddamn, it's, it's, it's work. It's almost more work now than it is. You know, going to work, going to my actual shoot job. <laughs> no lie. So my actual shoot job, it was honestly easier. Rapid Dave, what up? I see you up in the chat. Chat's popping right now. 
Barb says, no adult. Mines are two and a half, and it don't get easier. Great. Great. Nexus lethal in the house. Or better way says, when they start saying no, and how come? Because Stone Cold said so, and that's the bottom line. As I rip my blood. So we got we to go over something real quick before I even bring the guests in. In fact, maybe I'm going to bring in... Bring in one of my boys here real quick. Y'all already know he's on the show every week. Mr. Lou Rinaldi, bro. bro. Hello there. It's good to see you back, PZ. It's good to see you shining, man. Dude, I'm You're trying to shine. There. You're struggling for a bit. I was struggling. I'm still struggling. But uh, the blood's here, and that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, you, even that was a struggle at one point. So, I mean, I'm glad... I'm glad to see you with a successful smoke. I was concerned that maybe I wasn't going to be able to find my bag of King Palms in the boxes, you know, but I luckily came across this sweet five pack of Slims and I was good. But nice. dude, I brought you in first because I told you about this already and and, and it's it's been bothering me. And I got to tell the people, all right, a couple weeks ago while we were on vacation, I would call it a vacation. A couple weeks ago when we were all, I came across something that was brought to my attention on YouTube. It appears, let me backtrack it real quick. You guys already know Tubi Blunt's been running successfully since 2019. 130 plus episodes on the docket. And I get sent a link, all right, to this YouTube video and this YouTube video are these fucking clowns running a show on YouTube called the two B blunt podcast. And that's no bullshit. Literally the two B blunt podcast. Fucking bullshit. That's right. Fucking bullshit. Yo fucking bullshit. There is, yeah, Nexus, no fucking lie, bro. I swear to fucking God, these ass clowns, and I've left multiple comments on each video asking them to take down their stuff because I have a, a pending trademark right now for 2B Blood Podcast. And these guys they, started. They, they didn't even try. They didn't even try. Like, it's the exact same using the number the way you do. It's exactly the same. It's just like they didn't even bother to fucking do a search beforehand. Like you didn't even like, how are you going to start a show, a podcast and not even look up the internet to see if anyone's using it or the social media tags, which I own every single one on every platform at to be blunt podcast, literally every single one lined up me. They can't even get access to that shit, but I got it. Two people on podcast, all platforms. That's me. But these fucking imposters, these fucking imposters on this screen, and they come on the show, they have some stupid fucking intro, and then they smoke blunts like I do <laughs> and talk about shit. Their show's boring as fuck, not to mention. But that's beyond the point. The point is, is this is my shit, and I got these jabronis out here trying to rip me off. Sorry, I, I'm a little uh, fired up right now. And understandably so, man. I mean, you put a lot of work into the brand, you know, and you've done a great job of, uh, you know, keeping it going and growing. And it's it's shitty when somebody tries to take credit for work that you did 
bro, take credit. It's not even taking credit. They literally just jack moved my shit. Their YouTube page isn't even called To Be Blunt Podcast. It's like some big chief some shit. Like, what? What? Unbelievable. Bro, I'm telling you, dude, it's it's nuts. It's crazy. I want I want everybody to fucking go to YouTube and comment on no, you know what? It's probably not even worth giving them the attention from us. But man, I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> I'm pissed. I don't even know what to do. I I can't even send a cease and desist until the trademark goes through. That's wild, man. I'm sorry that's going on. That's that's shitty. Bro, shitty <laughs> isn't even the fucking word. Phone lines are open 860-384-7110. I need some help here. Someone's got to tell me how are we supposed to tackle this? So, I need advice, you know? I need some kind of advice here. I can't I can't send a cease and desist until the trademarks through. It's all I have is proof that this show has been on before them. That's all I have. Yeah, where are all my intellectual property attorneys at? I know you're out there. Chirp chirp up. Let's chirp hear up. It. Open op, call in right now. 860-384-7110. Yeah. I That's, know you're watching. I know you're watching. Someone's got to have some kind of information. Someone's got to have information. Out. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. <laughs> You know, and, and and God forbid, like, can you imagine, like, the damage this could do to the brand? <laughs> People are looking up two people on podcasts and they're finding these four fucking jabronis out here doing a show with my exact same fucking name. Unbelievable. Bro, I'm telling you right now, I'm fucking fired up, bro. And I don't know what to do. Like, what would you do in this situation? Well, um, I would probably try to contact uh, someone who was familiar with IP law, whether it was, you know, a friend or, you know, a practicing attorney, just, you know, hey, look, you know, can I get just like a quick five minute phone call just to say what's going on here? If you think there's a case based on the current status of the, you know, the pending trademark and whatnot, um, you know, you're not you're not asking for advice. You're asking, you know, is, is you know, is there a case here? And if there is, you know, you'll happily retain them. You know, if that's what it, if that's what it's about, you know. So it's but that that's what you that's the missing piece of the puzzle is that that's the where the subject matter expert has to come in and say, yeah, you've got something substantive here, or you know, for one reason or another, you're fucked. You know, <laughs> so. I don't know that. I mean, that's honestly what I would do. I would try to, I would try to reach out through my contacts to talk to somebody who's more familiar with IP law than I am. I know someone who's at least in the biz, in the in the music business and in the industry that might be able to at least offer some kind of insight. It's the rock boy in the house, my man Billy Cali. Bro, what's your opinion what's on this situation on? right now, bro? Yeah, let me in. I don't even think he knows he's on. <laughs> Doesn't even know he's on. <laughs> I don't know he's doing that's right now. Beauty. Normal Moms that's Club. What? What? <laughs> what is your opinion on this? On this preposterous situation going on right now? Man, yeah, man. Rough. Let us know. Let us know what's going they're on. They're really, they're really biting your style over here. They're reaching. <laughs> they are reaching so far, like they got Inspector Fucking Gadget Arms or some shit. Go, go, Gadget Arms, and taking my shit. 
with no sympathy. I've tried to reach out on Instagram, on YouTube, anything I can oh, find for an email. They're just ignoring you. They're just straight up ignoring me. They're worried that you're going to sue them. That's what it is. I will sue. They're, they're worried that you're going to sue them. That's why they're not responding to you. 100% I will sue. And it will start with the season that says, if that doesn't follow up, then I'm going to fucking sue. There's, Dude, I don't know, man. For me, I just am totally, like, I've been thinking about this nonstop, and it just blows my fucking mind. You know, I've seen this actually happen to a lot of brands that I know I can think of two in specifics. One of them is a mom cannabis brand. And the other one is a, a local brand who <coughs> somebody, you know, but that in this case, the newer brands sent a cease and desist to the older brand. What? So yeah, I would get on it. Swagger jacket. Wave Marilla. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly it. Swagger jacket. Yo. Yeah. The mommy Jane, somebody made a, uh, a new mommy Jane account and was trying to sell, you know, swag with her name and they sent her a cease and desist. She ended up winning because she had her brand for so long, but gotta get a lawyer and stuff. I mean, you've got, you've got a, you've got a corpus of evidence on your side. Going right. Back, I mean, you know, you're good. How, you've been here for longer. Yeah. But <laughs> you can prove it. The internet can prove it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Discovery I is going to Google and, you know, <laughs> Oh, here we go. To be blunt, what's your name? Where you calling from? This is Billy Cali, Slot Boy. <laughs> Bro, aren't you, aren't, aren't you in like? Aren't you backstage right now? Yeah. Your high yeah, ass is I... calling in, bro. You're backstage. <laughs> <laughs> bro, what? <laughs> He's asking the number right here in the chat. He's literally yeah, I'm, sitting I'm right here there. backstage. Like, this is literally him right there. And he's he calling. Out. He's calling. He <laughs> Bro, what? Now I'm now I'm there. I wasn't I wasn't seeing myself before. Oh, Bro, what? What's going on over there? <laughs> oh my god, yo. I literally pulled him up and he had the phone in his hand. Like, what? <laughs> Party fall, bro. Party fall. <laughs> Back to what you were saying, though. I I definitely have some um, lawyers that would be very interested in um, jumping on this case and handling this for you. See? See? It didn't take that long. You got all the answers right there. Bro, I need the contact info, like, right now. <laughs> yeah. Can I call them on the air? Like, can if I call right now? <laughs> uh, not right now, but I can get you in, in contact with them, yes. I think we need a, 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 a an IP lawyer to come on the show. I can set it up for next Thursday. Not See, now we're talking, bro. Let's fucking go. <laughs> get, get, get the fucking lawyers up in here before I end up calling the Pop Brothers at Law and having them come in and helping me out. <laughs> Hey, they're, they're, you're laughing, but they're good friends of the show. So, you know, I'd watch out. I they, I they, I got them ready to go on retainer. I'll have a legit lawyer come on and explain how they're they're literally jacking what you already have. You're you're established. They're not. I mean, they got YouTube videos here with uh, a thousand views. A thousand views. 
off like three. Been around for like weeks. Bro, I'm just saying, this, 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 this some fucking bullshit, bro. And I, for one, need all the help you got. Everything in that name already for years now. Since 2019, June 2019, this show was the first episode was released. The first episode was released that, and now, now three, four years later, someone's got to come in and doesn't even do a fucking Google search. And now they got my shit? Bro, I don't know, man. And they're bullshit. Their show is garbage. I know! (laughs) I couldn't agree with you more. But I'm not trying to give them any more airtime because they're fucking killing me. Let's, let's, let's. This is something I was trying to make sure to see if I can get some help from the, uh, the listeners out here, uh, between, uh. You know, Instagram and the uh, the chat's popping right now. Donna Taylor says, I love you, Billy Callie. Wow. Wow, bro. You got, you got fans. I thought I thought she was like my like my number one fan, but clearly she loves you. She loves you. I swear to God though, I do know the Pod Brothers at Law, so they've been on the show before. I definitely think I might have to get them on next week too. We'll have a whole thing of just lawyers. <laughs> And the ones that smoke weed too. Great. The only <laughs> ones getting rich in cannabis is the lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And let's get down to it, Lou. It's been fucking two weeks, bro. I'm sure you have a lot brewing back there. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's been it's been a a really uh, pretty dire kind of situation the last couple days at our good friends uh ct pharma which is now owned by uh verano which is a multi-state operator based out of illinois and welcome Kristen. what up Kristen? hi (laughs) i see you popped in what's up i was in and then i was out i don't know i was yeah hi she's she's like (laughs) <laughs> it's hard to pin her down, you know. She's she's here, there, she's everywhere. Oh, so yeah. Verano, Verano owns CT Pharma, and uh, it came out that two employees allegedly were terminated for attempting to prevent a contaminated batch of pre rolls from going out to the medical dispensaries. What? Again, this is this is all allegedly. I want to make it clear for all the attorneys watching. This is allegedly. <laughs> um, and contaminated with plastic shards, which were supposed to have come from the pre-roll machine itself. What? Um, Dude. We heard, yeah, yeah. If you do more investigation on that pre-roll machine, Amazon, and if you dig deeper into it, they tell you that any kind of hitting, banging, knocking of the machine, yep. overuse yep. of the machine is going to cause it to um, disintegrate and micro pieces of plastic are going to break off. It tells That's you. That's right. That's right. So we heard from current and former employees, um, and and out of those conversations came some photos of their drying room that showed... Uh, some, some pretty, uh, if, if that is indeed what the photos portray, there's some, some serious work that needs to go on in there in terms of um, uh, cleanliness, 
Do you have the photos on your Instagram? Yeah, yeah, it's it's on there. So check it out. It's 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 pretty revolting. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and it, you know, understandably, uh, the management is uh, not none too happy about those photos having gotten out. Um, my advice to anyone who is in that situation where you've been terminated for, you know, something like oh, trying to protect patient safety is immediately talk to a labor attorney. You got to talk to a labor attorney. You got to file for unemployment and you got to file an NLRB complaint, National Labor Relations Board. That is actually, you can do that at no cost. You can do it yourself. You can do it in like 10 minutes online. Um, I would do those things in that order. Uh, you definitely want to get on the phone with a labor attorney. Uh, so these are not, say again. They also get reviewed pretty quickly when you, when you do that online. Yeah. Yeah. So here he's got the pictures up here. Tell me what's going on here, Lou. So, (laughs) so this, this is again, the the way that these were submitted, (laughs) it was that the strain is called Pinkleberry. Pinkleberry. And it's, they don't even have, it's, they don't have the fake strain name for it yet, or I wasn't able to find it, I guess I should say, if there is one already. But it's, it's one of the, it's, it's the first time that their own internal QA is refusing to sign off uh, on, on releasing the product. So the production manager would sort of have to overrule that. Right. But and, what's going on in this picture right here? Are the people so watching? right there, you've got... You've, you've got aphids, you've got fungus gnats, uh, you know, you've got some unsanitary conditions that, um, you know, the, what you're seeing is the, the plant being hung to dry in that room. And that's what's accumulating underneath where the plants Bro, are. All hung. that shit is that's what that is on the floor and shit and on the, the, yeah. the tubes, whatever the plastic is. Yeah. And if you swipe, if there's more, if you swipe, um, that that that's is the machine right there yeah that's the yeah. machine this so is the least, i had the link to the amazon i had the amazon link in my stories but if you just search up futurola it's the cheaper <laughs> of the two there's two options and uh whatever the cheaper one is i think it's like 3800 bucks or something like that and i heard as the the ten thousand dollar pre-roll machine like the, the, the top of the line one yeah Did rocket they- dog or whatever yeah. yeah, and they don't even use it. Right, right. So we've been fortunate because, and I want to point this out, the employees, current and former, who are involved in this are putting themselves at significant risk. Um, I think what, I, I don't know exactly what they may have been made to sign at the time they were they were hired, but that's why I say talk to a labor attorney because those kind of agreements, you know, make sure you keep your mouth shut. I don't think they're necessarily uh, covering <laughs> criminal activity, you know, with those with those kind of protections. So I am not an attorney. I'm not in a position to make that judgment, but I would advise those individuals to speak to a labor attorney. And these are not these are not just Connecticut problems. You know, these are these are national scope issues, and that's why I'm glad that Kristen is here because and, she and, and I have protest. Say what? 
one of the big reasons why we're going to do this protest. Yes, thanks. That, that that's my segue right there. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my smooth segue. And so Kristen and I have been involved in, um, you know, you might have seen some of my content lately, taking more of a, a big picture kind of focus, a national scale focus. There's been a lot of engagement with advocates who do similar type of work in other states. Uh, you know, originally it was mainly New England states, and then we've been branching out, and now we're basically talking to people all over the country. And what we're realizing is not only is there strength in numbers, but there's strength in the shared experience of markets that are far more mature than ours, and learning from the from the hardships that they've been through and learning how people got screwed in those instances and how a lot of the same people who did that screwing are now attempting it right in our backyard here in Connecticut. They, they go state to state. They just, you know, they keep hopping to follow, to follow the legislation. So Kristen and I have been involved with, with uh, this large scale group that's sort of trying to coordinate what has now, I guess, become a month of action for the month of September, right? Is that more or less your understanding yeah, at this point? That's my understanding, too, is that September is like anti-corporate month. Like, like Isn't every month anti-corporate month? Yeah, but we're, we're, making, we're making September, like, we're going to do it as a coordinated group nationwide. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah, and, and the reason for for having it, originally it was going to be a day, then a week, then it became the month. And the reason is there's so many moving parts when you're talking about a national level movement. Um, I was reminded that September, um, New Hampshire has primaries going on, you know, well into the middle of September. Yep. So there's going to be a lot of distracting factors in some states. So we want to give people the flexibility, not only in choosing when to do it, but also in trying to select where to do it for optimal visibility. For some folks, that's going to mean doing it at their state government buildings. For others, you know, maybe they have a highly visible, highly trafficked uh, dispensary that they'd like to schedule it at, or you know, stuff we haven't even thought of. So we we're just, you know, we're talking dates like nine eleven. Like we don't want to do stuff like that's going to overshadow us, or. We don't want to be the people that are going to be trying to overshadow 9-11. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think anybody's talking about doing that, though. But, yeah, I mean, I think that's... uh... Those dates are there. Those dates are in September. Well, of course, yeah. But I think people are smart enough to realize, you know, don't schedule a protest on Uh, 9-11. You would would hope so. You would hope so. I mean, some some folks in this community, you know, maybe, maybe not. (laughs) This is the greatest right now. (laughs) Anyhow, I want to get back to the topic at hand. Yeah. Uh, Kristen, why don't you tell us a little more about this whole project that you guys have been working on? Thank you. Who, me talk about it? Yeah. (laughs) I want to know more about what you guys have been working on. Yeah, no, I mean, like he was saying, uh, you know, it's it's a national coordinated effort to both bring about awareness um, around expungement of criminality and just bring that awareness and making sure that that's happening along with home grow rights. So it's kind of got a dual purpose. Um, 
I wish I had the list in front of me, but every day it's been gathering additional states that are cooperating to do this. And so, you know, depending upon kind of to lose point, whether they have primaries or something going on, different states will be doing protests or rallies or educational pieces. Um, I don't think we're in a position to say a date quite yet for Connecticut. I don't want to. No, I don't think so. But I think that the beauty of it is that that flexibility means that, you know, the, the visibility in terms of media, in terms of politicians and whatnot, is going to be, you know, extend over that entire month. It's going to require, you know, a, a, a significant amount of coordination. And I think so we're getting, you know, state level type coordinators. And I think, you know, that's that's where Kristen and I have been trying to play that role for for Connecticut's involvement and in, in the planning around that. So if it's something that you are interested in that you would like to get involved in, I keep like fading at you because it's getting darker. Yeah. Because this comment on. just really fits right now. It's like your green screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's something that interests you, if it's something that you'd like to learn more about or get involved in, you can contact either myself or Kristen. Um, but the real thing that you want to do, like that you can do right now is follow on Instagram Getting high with cats. Getting yeah. high with cats is a main advocate by the name of Derek Shirley, who uh, kind of spearheaded. Uh, you put the whole thing together, you know, sometime over the weekend, and it's really been gaining steam. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of new connections being made, and a lot of thoughts on how most effectively to do this. There's also um, a Discord. Uh, that you can get onto if you'd like to be, you know, more involved in some oh, of the What's the, what's the Discord server name? Confusing. Uh, <laughs> <It> is... <laughs> Everybody's got such a confused look on their face right now. The most welcoming. <laughs> Did I ask like a trivia question? Like I don't know. It's not mine, uh, but it's it's. Uh, it's How are you going to by... promote the Discord but not even know the Discord name? It's the most welcoming. So NH Canapation on Instagram. NH as in it's in his profile. I remember he and said that. Yes. If you want to get to the Discord, um, go to his profile on Instagram. Again, it's NH Canapation, and the link. Tap the link in his bio, and that'll get you to the Discord. So, a um, couple of ways to you know make that contact, that initial contact, get involved, but definitely follow Getting High with Cats because he's posting a ton of content about it. He's definitely the most dialed in in terms of the overall coordination of the thing. So give him a follow if you don't already. Check him out. Check the content out. And, you know, hopefully we can get we can get some progress made toward both of these things. You know, we're fortunate here in Connecticut that medical patients already have home grow rights, limited home grow rights, but they do have them. Uh, there's definitely room for improvement there. And then July 1st of next year, of 2023, all adults in the state of Connecticut will be legally allowed to home grow under largely the identical um, uh, constraints as medical patients. And I don't want to cut you off, but I think it's going to be at that point where we can actually like make a dent in the fight back because being able to grow our own meds is going to be able to, uh, it's going to enable people to not want to go to dispensaries anymore, especially after seeing what we just showed on the screen less than 10 minutes ago, I would definitely n not be going anywhere near a dispensary. Like that is 100% for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, I, it's certainly concerning. And, and, you know, there's, uh, there's going to be people who will, 
inevitably say, well, what did you do? Did you go through the formal channels to, you know, to file complaint about it? I'll preface this by saying, yes, it got addressed formally with DCP, but I'll also say, along with anyone else who's ever bothered to go through their formal complaint process, lower your expectations, lower <laughs> them real low, because you're not going to get what you're looking for. You're not going to get systemic change. You're going to get dismissive gaslighting, you know, some canned response, <coughs> some stock response that they have for those kind of things. But the good news is, in this case, um, I, they ask that I not mention them by name, and I will respect their wishes, but the owner of a certain dispensary with three locations in the state of Connecticut actually did patients a solid by using their influence and, you know, to, to, raise, to ring the alarm bells uh, with, with the state and also with the cultivator. So there's definitely there's definitely some progress being made there in terms of, you know, we have to make the noise. It sucks that we have to make the noise in order for that to happen. It should be happening automatically. But I mean, someone has to fill that gap and, and bridge those communications because these these horrible things are happening to these poor, you know, folks who are getting fired from these places and no one's there to tell their story. No one's there to kind of uh help help them uh fight back against that and most of, of them have to sign ndas you know when they get hired too on top of that yeah, yeah, and what and that that same dispensary like I, I won't mention names either but I, that same dispensary reached out to me today on on instagram and wants me to come and talk to them to see how we can get patients back in to the dispensary what? Yeah. What? T time out. Time out here. What? <laughs> what? I want to know how you got to be the lucky guy, bro. Yeah, it's just because I. Okay. You know, <laughs> we reviewed your qualifications. <laughs> it just. It's so rare. Yeah, no, he had to apply for a lottery, and then he's the one who got picked. Oh, he's the only one that got picked, obviously. <laughs> I didn't get picked, and so I, so I, I sued, and then I, you know, and then everything. But no, no, I just they reached out to me. Um, she's dying. I live right down the street from from one of their locations, and I I know the owner from just years being in the system and when they started. Um, and yeah, he they reached out to me. He personally reached out to me and asked me to come in and talk to him that he would be at the location at a certain date so and, so, and if I could come in and talk to him how we could get patients back into the dispensary. Yeah, did you and, give him your hourly consulting rate? Yeah, I mean, um, tell me you're not doing it for free. Been, that would have been my response. First thing I would have said, you tell me you're not doing it for free. Yeah, my I, rate's a buck twenty-five an hour. Let's go. Let's do this. Fuck yeah, now <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> they won't kick you. <laughs> What? <laughs> no, but that that's that's you're you're doing free field research for them at that point. So you that's, should be compensated if you are going to have that conversation. And that, and that was that was my response is that you know that if I'm not going to support the dispensaries, why am I going to come in to get other patients to support the dispensaries? And they had no response. 
Damn. That's uh it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to come at that. I got a, you know? I got a question mark back. That's the response. There's a question mark. <laughs> like Damn. what do we do? Seriously, what do we do? That's the question. <laughs> Tell us outright. Just get, put it down on paper. For me. <laughs> are you gonna do it? Like, are, you gonna, are you gonna help them out? Told them no. What am I gonna do to help them out? Why well, don't they expect something? They ask you. I'm not. I'm not gonna put patients in danger with. Uh, crappy medication. I, I could say you know, a lot. You know what? You know what? My response would be if I was in your position. It would I would. Be, I would want to ask him about remediation. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. My man knew exactly what I was going to say. He said, That's what I would "Why? Say. Why are you preventing patients from being educated about right. the remediation that not only goes on already in the program, but is damn near inescapable?" In the program, hell, they if got JV8 at- who said the Curie Leaf at Stanford told him he'd be kicked out if he just kept asking about the test yeah. results. And that's that—that's their whole response: is uh, if you don't like it, there's the door. Um, if you're not going to play ball, there's the door. You are lucky to be working here. You are fortunate that we chose to employ you. You—you you owe us. We don't owe you. So. I mean, we talk a lot about the employees here. We also like, you know, the patients are actually really getting screwed a lot here because the employees have, you know, the luxury of at least seeing this medicine and being able to choose not to smoke it. You know, I did a live the other day and uh, Tony Green came on and, you know, the majority of the people who watch, you know, my feed, they, they don't follow the people that we do and just the slight education that like it blows their minds because a lot of people still really trust DCP and they still really trust the medical program and they still really trust, you know, dispensaries (coughs) and they, they are uneducated because they are scared of another market and because they, because they really don't know. And, you know, I've talked about, you know, we really need to put an effort into educating those patients because once all patients are educated on what's going on, not just the ones that follow us on Instagram, <laughs> um, then then they'll really go. Then we have that whole other group because they don't. A lot of people don't know and they have no idea what powdery mildew is. They don't know what remediation is. And, you know, I, I think we have to you know make an effort to get these get people together and put out some education. That's a little bit more than just Instagram for people. Yeah. That's maybe some hard yeah. copies handed out. You got to break out of the echo chamber. I'm sorry. You got to break out of the echo chamber. That's yeah. Us. You know, because you know, we're, it's a we're yelling towards the center we all of the know circle. Each other and you know, <laughs> yeah. like uh, we only have so many followers and not everybody's on Instagram and the people who really need this medicine, the people who are old, people who are sick, they're not on Instagram and they don't know, and that's who's really being affected by this, and that's what's really scary and really sad. You're absolutely correct. It's them that aren't being educated that are still going to the dispensary and not realizing what they're purchasing because yeah. they just don't know. They're not educated. 
Yeah, Hazel, I, I appreciate what you're saying in the comments there. I wish it were that easy. Um, you know, you've got the entire vertically integrated industry here in Connecticut under regulatory capture. Oh, yeah. Which means, you know, right in, in, inclusive of the legislature that is incentivized, you know, not to rock that boat. So, you know, the the most recent legislative session, they just had a uh, regulatory change that uh, I'm not going to recap the whole thing, but basically they loosened the strictness of the lab testing standards uh, by by an order of magnitude. Uh, and, and previously they had secretly done it by by multiple orders of magnitude. So they're 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 making those changes but they're making them in the wrong direction. And that's the issue. So at, at this point, it's abundantly clear that, you know, no, no amount of good faith engagement with the legislative process at this point is going to yield any sort of, you know, real substantive gains, you know, at least not with the, the people who are sort of controlling that conversation in, in, the, uh, in the legislative office building currently, you know? So we have to use the means that we have available to us and in this case, we're leveraging what these employees are bringing to bear in terms of evidence. And I salute them. And I, you know, if you can, if you are okay with it and you work for one of these cultivators and you have evidence that you want to share, uh, you know, whoops. Yeah. Right here. Uh, <laughs> you know, scan uh, my code. <laughs> yeah, seriously, because the more, more of this that gets out there, uh, the more that we see that this is not anomalous conditions, this is normal conditions at any of these places. Which is There's disgusting. There's going to be aspects of their standard operating procedure that just produce unsafe environmental conditions for growing, for cultivating cannabis. Bada bing, bada bing. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's that's just what it comes down to, man. I mean, this whole, literally, the whole state—it's just we fucked up, bro. We're fucked up. We're fucked up, and we—and I don't think we we really have a solid plan to make it work because they're just shitting like on us at every corner, every corner. This walking while we're walking backwards. Yeah. Mallory already gave us Mallory already gave us the answer. The answer is, you know, raising awareness, raising education in a in at scale, at a large scale. So, you know, we're we've already we've we've got NBC Connecticut tonight covering the social equity lawsuits. They're going to be doing some other, uh, you know, coverage very soon, from what I understand. So the point I'm trying to make is. We have to surface this evidence. We have to continue to grow this body of evidence so that we can get it to the media, so that we can get it, you know, the signal amplified as far and wide as we can. And we have to and do that's... it in a smart and mature way. We have to not do it in this tit for tat, this hate, this going back and forth drama way that everything is going because that really turns people away. Um, and it really makes us look kind of unprofessional. Um, you know, so I think that we have to, it's a good point, you know, really, you know, the drama is, you know, there's always going to be drama. Like it's, it's like politics, let's be real. But I think that when we're going, <laughs> Kristen knows, 
but when we're going, you know, up to do these professional things or we're going to have a protest, you know, making it look as legit and, you know, as, as real as possible and as professional as possible and friendly to everybody to go, I think is like super important. Hell yeah. I agree a hundred percent. You know, it, it's, you know, just, that's, that's going to be the whole thing. If we keep doing it the way we're doing it now, it's not going to work. You're absolutely right. Because it's crazy. It's crazy right now. And there's a lot of hate. There's still a lot of animosity out there. And, you know, there's still a lot of shady stuff and bad actors and all kinds of stuff in the state. And it's hard. We need to be doing what other people are doing. We need to be buying baseball teams. We need to be fixing yards. We need to be doing Let's get a baseball team going. Let's get one. That's that's what's going to help. Let's listen. And it's fun. Who doesn't want to do that? Like... I got two boys. Like, I'll volunteer. <laughs> Breaking news. We need a 2B blood team. Baseball. Got to go down. So that would be so dope with the, with the logo, 2B blood. Yeah. Sponsored. It, it, could, it wouldn't look any crazier. It would just be 2B blood. They wouldn't, you know? I would definitely, definitely 100% be down for that. I would buy a baseball Everybody's team. Everybody's smoking, so let's get involved on, like, you know, a local scale. It doesn't always have to be, like, a big, huge thing. Right, I I totally agree on that. That's I think that's the issue. Locally, we're 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 not together yet. There's a lot of us that are outside, like like you know, Lou Lou and Lou exposes a lot of them, and I appreciate that. But but Lou takes a lot of the brunt of the exposure, so um. But yeah, we need we need the community to to work together for this to happen. And CT, right now the community is not together. No, no, <laughs> definitely is not. It's uh, it's pretty crazy right now, and there's peep shots are getting thrown. I mean, I mean, I you remember, you know, uh, God damn it, Lou, what's the name of that fucking? I got where's the Instagram? God damn it. The worst thing is, a lot of it is so true, and and uh, and people have been hiding behind it for years now, and it's coming to light because people are being exposed, and and they don't like it, and then they try to come back with their own little BS and and whatever they want to do, and then it starts a whole little ball rolling, and then. People, it, it's just where we need to weed out those people and get to like people like Blue, people like Mallory, people like um, PZ, people like me, people like Kristen, people like anybody that's trying to coordinate together and not we're not arguing. Well, like, I think are- I think it's I think it's actually pretty simple at this point. I think there's a stratification between people who have a vested interest that they're protecting, uh, you know, that they make money from cannabis one way or another. And, you know, advocates, patient advocates who don't have, you know, a hustle that they're protecting. So there's these two kind of different groups. And I don't, I'm not saying that one is good and one is bad. What I'm saying is the way that we get through a lot of the bullshit is to just be honest and forthright upfront, you know, about what you are, you know, what you're about, 
you know, and this, yeah, I have this, you know, I do this or I do that, you know, and not have it be like, uh, you know, protecting trade secrets or, you know, keep it, you know, for whatever reason, you know, just be, just be honest, just be honest about what you do, you know, and, and a lot of the time that type of honesty gets a better response because at least, you know what, at least you're, you're having a real conversation with somebody and you're being honest about what's going on. There's just the, the first instinct being to deceive is I think what throws a lot of people off and just turn, turns a lot of people off is, you know, we, we need people who are willing to kind of engage in good faith from the jump. And, you know, everybody's got skeletons and it's not about, you know, airing them out in, in the broad light of day for everybody. But it's like if you wrong someone that, you know, work with that person to make it right. You know, no one's trying to get in the middle of your arguments with anybody. But if you know you did somebody wrong and you're going to be, you know, in a community with that person, you know, try to make it right. Do the best that you can. And, you know, that's that's how I think we start to get, you know, but there's got to be there's got to be accountability in some cases where there are outstanding uh, issues that have never really been properly addressed or resolved. So that's kind of a separate ball of wax there. But I think, you know being forthright, being honest like that, and not trying to be all evasive and deflective. You know, that that deflect and misdirect and what about playbook, that's so transparent and people can smell it a mile away. Just be forthright and honest and you'll get a lot further ahead. You'll get further along for sure. Certainly with people who, who can, can read that like a book and can smell the kind of bullshit. Hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah, Lou. You tell them, God damn it, let them know. <laughs> Listen, guys, any last words before I let you guys go? No, everyone's, everyone's content. Everyone's high. It's good. It's good to see you back, man. It's good to see you back. It's good to see the, the conversation continuing. Thank you for doing it. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Conversation always continues. What's up, bro? Let's make September epic. All right. Let's make September right epic. I wow. like that. I like that, bro. All right. Appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you. Thank All right. You guys. Good night, everybody. Bye. Well, September is certainly going to be epic because kicking off September, our first guests, you can check them out on Instagram, True Social Equity and Cannabis. And they've been making a lot of noise in, uh, you know, all over, actually. Midwest, East Coast. And uh, we're going to have them on the show starting off September. So it's going to be hot next week. Next week, we got Skip Stone of Stash Logics. That's right. The owner, CEO, Skip Stone from Stash Logics, the makers of smell proof, lockable bags and, and, and cases and whatnot to put your beds in. These things are dope. I got two of them myself. I fucking love them. He's going to be on the show next week. It's going to be sick. We're going to do a big giveaway. We're going to give away some Stash Logics products. So, you guys, you got to tune in. You already know the deal. You already know the deal. The only way you win is if you tune in. And that's the motherfucking truth. To be blunt, you already know the deal. We're rolling the fattest bloods. <coughs> it's to be blood with PZ.
Today to be blunt. Next week, Skip Stone of Stash Logics will be here live. We gonna do some giveaways. We gonna get lit, and you already know how we do. Appreciate all you guys for tuning in tonight. You guys have been dope. The fucking chat has been up and popping all night. Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter. Y'all killed it tonight. Now I'm about to put this L down. Eat something. Say goodnight to my kid. And the night like that, you already know. I'll see you next week. Same weed time. Same weed channel.